Welcome back to Community Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Otto. And with me is not my co-host, Lee. He is out again today. Uh, He's doing fine. He's got a lot of fall cleanup work that he's still working on. Uh, Just keep him and his family in your prayers still. But I am not alone. I do have a guest with me. In person. In person this time. Uh, You've heard him uh, once before in the springtime. Uh, all the way from Florida. Well, he's hanging out up here in the north right now, but please welcome Andy Cherney. Thank you for coming back. Hello. It's great to be here. <laughs> uh, you know, one of the things that uh, I wanted to have Andy, you know, for you to come in is one of the first teachings I think I remember you talking about was bringing, introducing this idea of spirit, body, and soul. And it was such, I mean, I know it impacted myself and impacted my wife and just kind of helped reshift some things. And so I thought it'd be a really good idea to have you on and to share that. Yeah, it it is a foundational Mm -hmm. idea, and a lot of people seem to be pretty unaware of it. Mm -hmm. I I can't guess as to why that is. (laughs) To to me, it it is all over the the New Testament particularly Mm -hmm. gets clear about it, which is is the normal pattern. Things are a a little unclear in the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. types, shadows symbolisms Mm -hmm. and then in the new testament uh largely through paul things are just made really clear so i I guess i'm going to introduce this by uh talking about the difference between the the unregenerate person and the regenerated person we get regenerated in in the spirit Mm -hmm. so an unregenerate person basically has a dead spirit. It says that yeah. we're dead in our trespasses and sins. Well, we're, our body's not dead, and our soul right. is certainly completely alive yeah. uh, and, and talking. Mm-hmm. And so what what does that mean? Well, it mm-hmm. means that we're, our spirit is dead. It, it's, it's, it's completely, well, it's like it's dead. It's mm-hmm. atta- and it's kind of attached mm-hmm. to our soul, and yet it has no voice. A dead mm-hmm. man has no voice. So it's like we're dragging around a dead spirit mm-hmm. in a sense. And so spiritually speaking, it's mm-hmm. like we're a zombie. We're yeah. wandering. We're a body with a, with thoughts and things wandering mm-hmm. around, but that doesn't have that spiritual mm-hmm. life within. Do you and think so, that, I started to interject, do you think that dead spirit in a non-regenerate person, do, does it make it easier for like a demonic activity to attach itself to a, a dead or inhabit that space because there is no life in there? Well, I believe that the demonic actually influences the soul. Mm-hmm. The, okay. the, the word, the, there is no word possessed mm-hmm. in the New Testament in, mm-hmm. in explaining the, the activity of demons with, with humans. Mm-hmm. It's just one word, demonsiad, yeah. in, demonized, mm-hmm. influenced yeah. by demons. I believe demons sort of attach themselves in a sense of what they're looking for is agreement. Mm-hmm. Everything that's spiritual works by a principle of agreement. Right. You don't you don't come into relationship with God and you don't walk with God until you're agreeing with Him, until you see that He is right and that your ideas are wrong, mm-hmm. and you're coming into agreement with Him, and then He can work. Yeah. But the, the, it's true exactly the same way in the mm-hmm. negative. Mm-hmm. When we agree with with demons' ideas, Satan's ideas, mm-hmm. if you will, then we give them place and influence, mm-hmm. and the, the, 
they will take all the influence that they can get, but so will God. Right. So you're just dealing with a kind of an iron principle there mm -hmm. that spiritual forces work by agreement. Mm -hmm. And so I think obviously there should be a shift mm -hmm. in our experience yeah. concerning demons. Mm -hmm. If we don't have having a living spirit, right. Certainly should be a great advantage mm -hmm. in loosing ourselves uh, from the yeah. influence of demons and, and guarding ourselves mm -hmm. against it because we should have a, a new and deeper understanding of what's going on. I mean, right. ignorance is not bliss. <laughs> ignorance is dangerous. It'll kill yeah. you. What you don't know could kill you. Yeah. And so I think that happens a lot. And mm -hmm. I, in fact, it, it's common in the world today to almost, if not at, in certain circles, mm -hmm. Uh, think that demons are superstition, that mm -hmm. they're, they're not real. Of course, it, right. that goes along with atheism. Yeah. Anything that's atheistic and naturalistic, yeah, mm -hmm. you know, everything is natural. So mm -hmm. there, there's no supernatural, neither right. God nor demons. And so demonic activity is looked at as just insanity or, mm. you know, yeah. just an issue in the, in, in the, in the mm -hmm. psyche. Yeah. So in the mind right. of, the, of the individual and caused by chemicals and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, that ignorance mm -hmm. actually gives the demonic almost free reign mm. except for what you can affect through drugs, right. the body, through counseling, which is all just working in what I, you know, the soul realm. We're talking yeah. about spirit, soul, and body. Yeah. So, you know, and so, yes, there was, it seems there's a lot of demonic activity <laughs> going on when Jesus shows up on yeah. the scene and starts to introduce the new covenant right. and, and this idea of getting a, a living spirit going again in mankind. Mm -hmm. He's constantly uh, yeah. dealing with demons, which is interesting because he's in the only God nation on the face of the earth. Yeah. He's dealing with Jewish people primarily. Yeah. And he's constantly, even in the synagogue, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's constantly confronted with these demonized people. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm thinking you're you're on track by saying that when the spirit is dead inside, even mm -hmm. when you got the right religion, which they were the only people on the yeah. face of the earth that had the right religion, right. that they were worshiping the correct God, they still seemed very much subject mm -hmm. to a lot of demonic activity. So yeah, yeah religion doesn't protect you against no, and neither does going to church every single Sunday if you don't give your life to Christ. I mean, well, amen. You know. Yeah. Well, there is, there is, don't mean to shock anybody here, mm -hmm. but there's Christian religion, and I'm not talking about it in mm -hmm. the good sense. Mm -hmm. There's a good sense, uh, caring for the widow and the orphan and keeping yeah. yourself unspotted from the world. There, mm -hmm. There is religion, I'll put it in air quotes, religion <laughs> that's uh, a, a right following of right, truth. Right, right. But... I tend to talk about religion from the negative out, which mm -hmm. is what I, I'll use the word religiosity, Yeah, which is basically in a nutshell, mm -hmm. man trying to please God his way. Like what I think I should yeah. be doing or thinking or not doing or not thinking mm -hmm. in order to please God. And that right. thing just gets off track. That's, oh, where, that's yeah. where the traditions get in and they nullify the power and the word of God. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's just as, prevalent and alive today right as it was 
it, when Jesus came. Mm -hmm. And that was largely yeah. what he was fighting against was all this religion that had got itself mm -hmm. into the Jewish yeah. faith, if you will, mm -hmm. the, the, the faith of, of, of Abraham and the, the teachings of Moses that mm -hmm. had got infected by all kinds of crazy religion, you know? Yeah. But so, it's, so going it's back, to, yeah. So going back to the unregenerated and regenerated. Yes. So <clears throat> the unregenerate man mm -hmm. is, has, has a living, working body and a soul, but like I said, carrying right. around a, a dead spirit. That's basically, it, you could, you could picture it as though it's a, it's attached to the soul but it's mm -hmm. it's just dead. It's not it's non-functional. Mm -hmm. It's it's been killed by the it, it's the sin, mm -hmm. uh, the sinfulness, the 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 indwelling sinful nature yeah. that's there has made the the spirit uh, dead and inactive, mm. and that is basically what happened to Adam. Mm -hmm. That's why, and you can see it so clearly in Genesis mm -hmm. how Adam was a glorious being. Now. I don't want to get too deep into that, but I do want to point out that uh, the the shift with Adam, he he did have a living spirit, but mm -hmm. when he and Eve sinned, there was a tremendous change in mm -hmm. their nature. Yeah. When their spirit died, the effect on the body and the soul completely shifted yeah. because the spirit was completely in control. Mm -hmm. and empowering body and soul. I believe that uh, Adam and Eve would have lived forever. Right, yeah. Because there was no death in their body or in their soul. Mm -hmm. It hadn't been interjected there yet. And so the the sin caused the spirit to die. When the spirit died, the soul and the body lived on but began mm -hmm. to die. Yeah. And they lived almost a thousand years, according to at least we know Adam right. did. Uh, however, it, it, then it just got worse. Yeah, over yeah. time. But anyway, the so with the regeneration, and let me just let me just term it this way: <laughs> um, a lot of people are just very mistaken about the new covenant mm -hmm. and about why Jesus came, and we we wrap. The whole thing up in the idea of being having our sins forgiven mm -hmm. and that being kind of the end all the, right. the 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 death of Jesus on the cross to pay for our sins is generally the the centerpiece of the the, the gospel as preached mm -hmm. today you need to get your sins forgiven you're mm -hmm. a sinner and uh, hey this is true okay right oh yeah however the reason that Jesus died on the cross, the reason that our sins needed to be forgiven, why, why he needed to, to bear that mm -hmm. is bigger than, than simply the sins being forgiven. Well, right. why? Well, what, what is the, the end of that? The end of that is to put a living spirit mm. back into man. Now, this thing is, this is very key understanding yeah. uh, about New Covenant theology and New Covenant reality is mm -hmm. it's a spirit driven thing. Yeah. God was not satisfied to just tell people truth from the outside to write it on tablets of stone, mm -hmm. as it says in the New Testament. That wasn't that wasn't his ultimate goal. His mm -hmm. ultimate goal was to put a, a living 
heart, mm. which in the in the Old Testament, when it talks about heart, it's just it's the it's the combination of soul and that dead spirit. It's mm. just the whole inner man yeah. is what it's talking about. And so he wanted to have life inside of man again. He wanted to restore something right. that we had not had until before the fall. He wanted to put the living spirit back into man. This is so important. If we don't understand this, we theology gets confusing. Understanding how to live the Christian life gets rather confusing because all the emphasis gets put on the body and the soul instead of where it belongs, yeah. which is who are we in the spirit and how can I be more spirit? How can I how can I be transformed by spirit? How can and which is which is which is what grace is. Grace mm -hmm. is the divine empowerment and enablement. Right. Grace is the power to 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 change and to and to to walk even as he walked, mm -hmm. which is a tall order. Yeah. Because I think, and you brought that up about the body, and I, one of my biggest things that I wanted to ask you is really kind of talk about, you know, we as Christians, we, in Western culture at least, we tend to have this body focused, you know, especially through the New Covenant. We just focus on the body, and we don't, and I think partially a lot of churches don't talk about the Spirit. <clears throat> but, you know, you can't read the New Testament and walk away without, wow, there's this Spirit thing that seems to be pretty important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like uh, Romans 8. <laughs> Romans 8 is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like if if a person was to, to focus on if on one chapter of the Bible uh, to get the most mm -hmm. out of it for a period of time, I would I would suggest to just dig and study and lexicon and the whole nine mm -hmm. yards on Romans 8, because yeah. it it really draws a, a clear picture of of what spirit is in the new testament mm -hmm. christianity and what this thing is about yeah yeah um the body you know it, it's strange because the body is important mm -hmm. without a body i couldn't be speaking to you. I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't be here without a body. And yeah. so it's not like as if the body has no importance, mm -hmm. but, but the spirit is greater than the body. And, right. it, and the way, the way I've come to understand this, that's very helpful. And every mm -hmm. Christian should have this mindset, I believe mm -hmm. is that I'm not a body with a spirit. I mm -hmm. think that's the way most Christians mm -hmm. think about it. I'm a spirit man with a body, right? I am not my body. Mm -hmm. I am a spirit man. I'm a living spirit being mm -hmm. that has been birthed into existence by the spirit yeah. of God. That's who I am. This is kind of like the identity part of the, a core piece of the identity teaching. And I think mm -hmm. uh, identity teaching is one of the most revolutionary things that's mm -hmm. come forth in the last 20 or 25 mm -hmm. years. Now, like anything, there's right. going to be a period where where there's, there's a clarification. Okay. So not everything everybody is going to read that, that is labeled identity teaching is going to mm -hmm. be spot on, right? right. Perfect. Uh, there's always a, a, a period yeah. of, of coming into a right understanding mm -hmm. about, and, and there's always things that get interjected right. in there. But what I, I'm, I'm making the point that, mm -hmm. that identity is basically who you believe that you are. Right. Okay. Now, if I believe 
with every fiber of my being that who I am as a living spirit being that has a body, mm. it puts the spirit man in his proper place, which mm. is on the throne, if you will, yeah. of my life. In other words, I, I see myself as a spirit being mm. that n- need, and that needs to, to take authority over and control over, if you will, mm-hmm. of the soul and the body. Right. The soul is kind of the in- intermediary. If you think of mm. a computer, the soul is like the programming. Mm-hmm. The, the, the body is like the hardware. And you need both. Right. Right. A computer with no software won't <laughs> do anything. Exactly. It, it looks great. You can play with the keys. It just doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the soul is kind of the life of the body. Yeah. In a way that that's why unregenerated people can walk around and, and a lot of times you can hardly tell the difference between yeah. them and a Christian. Well, in, until they start speaking. Yeah. Which was another, another <laughs> great subject, but, uh, and we will get into some of yeah. that and we have to, because oh, yeah. it, 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 it does, it, it's very important, mm-hmm. uh, in relation to spirit, soul and body for the Christian to understand that, that's the most important thing the right. body does. It's what you say. Yeah. When I think, you know, in our culture today, one of the biggest things that there's a war against is our identity. Absolutely. Is, is 100% attack on our identity. Absolutely. And it's, and it's really been aimed towards our kids now, even greater. Um, and I just think back, I think it's in Matthew 16 where Jesus says, if you try to save your life on this mm. earth, you're going to lose you it. lose it. But if you lose your life on this earth, mm. you're going to save it. Yes. And I think, and I was, just was thinking, right, if we focus that we are a spirit with a body, that, you know, we've, we've killed our body mentality. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have to die to self. It, it's a mm-hmm. recurring New Testament theme. But the, the only right way to understand it is mm-hmm. in the context that we're talking about here. Yeah. If I don't understand that, I am a living spirit man. The life is spiritual life that's supposed to be driving me, em- empowering mm-hmm. me, encouraging me, enlightening me. Uh, one of my favorite verses of the Bible, and it, it is totally foundational mm-hmm. to how I live my Christian life and how I see my Christian life is Romans 12, 1 and 2. Yeah. You offer yourself up as a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. That's what's holy, pleasing, acceptable to God. It's, yeah. it's, it's your acceptable form of worship. Mm-hmm. And you don't be conformed to the world, but exactly. be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? That you might mm-hmm. prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of mm-hmm. God. In other words, the only way to know the will of God mm-hmm. is with a transformed mind. Yeah. In other words, a spirit affected right. mind, a spirit transformed mind. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the Christian life is about having your, your mind, your thoughts, mm-hmm your emotions, your, your soul, in other words, mm-hmm. washed over continually by the spirit, mm-hmm. continually informed and empowered and driven yeah. by spirit. So if you think of it like an egg, you know, the spirit is, is like the yolk, and then the, the soul is like the white, and the body is like the shell. Mm-hmm. Well, the only way for uh, something to get outside of the the, the sh- it has to work itself out through mm. the soul yeah. and out the body. So uh, that's kind of the way it works. It, it, it's, it's 
like most analogies, it mm-hmm. has its limitations. Yeah. But it at least gives people maybe a picture. If we were to picture ourselves, I like to picture myself as like like this glowing angelic, if you will. Yeah. We're greater than the angels, by the way, if somebody doesn't <laughs> know that. But, but we're sons of God. So mm-hmm. our God-like, amazing, eternal, lives forever, divinely connected to God mm-hmm. without any hindrance, man glowing inside of me. Mm-hmm. And it's my job to just get that out, to yeah. to to be so influenced and empowered by that that glowing man within, which is who who I really am. Mm-hmm. But but understanding that it's got to get out through all of my my old thoughts yeah. and ways ha- have to give way mm-hmm. to this new the new. It's the old man, new man, right? Teaching of Paul, mm-hmm. which is really new man is spirit. Mm-hmm. old man is soul. If I'm going to, I know I'm going to help somebody out yeah. a little oh, bit yeah. with that because people get really confused mm-hmm. about that. And I think a good, a good w- place to go right now mm-hmm. is to understand the relationship between the soul and the body, mm-hmm. because I think, and, and then between the soul and the spirit, yeah. but let's talk yeah. about soul, the difference between soul and body. And I've already said like soul is like the programming right, right. of a computer it's what it's what actually drives output, mm-hmm. um, whereas the body is just the hardware, yeah. right? So you could also think of it like the brain itself, the mm-hmm. the, the massive of goop <laughs> between your ears is is just its body, mm-hmm. but everything that's in there, the mm-hmm. the programming that has come in there since even before you're in the womb, yeah. it, it starts to learn and it starts to think mm-hmm. even while you're in the womb. But anyway, everything that we've seen, heard, mm-hmm. learned over all this time has become that computer program. Right. And when we get born again, mm-hmm. the born again happens in the spirit. Yeah. We become a new and living man where old things have passed away and all becomes new. That's an important thing. Mm-hmm. We know that all things don't become new in our head, right? In our yeah. brain and in our thoughts. We still have these old thoughts. We're like, and mm-hmm. that confuses a lot of Christians. Like, I thought I'm new. The Bible says I'm new. And it's like, <laughs> you are new. Yeah. But you got to understand something. You're new on the inside. You're, mm-hmm. you're new and you're a new and living spirit. And you got to get in touch with that. And mm-hmm. you, you got to learn how to give that place because there's still the old thoughts mm-hmm. that have to be overcome. And, right. and those old thoughts are affected by the body. The body right. has senses. Yeah. Right. All these sensory organs is are part of the body. What we see, what we hear, what mm-hmm. we taste, what we smell, what we touch, and so the body is constantly giving the soul signals, mm-hmm. telling the body what's going on around me. Right. In the world. Right. Yeah. And and that stuff is that, that that's the physical reality that God mm-hmm. created. And I'm not saying that we're we're in a simulation. <laughs> that's kind of one of the the, the, the latest ideas floating around. Oh, I mean, even these like yeah. serious physicists are talking about, are yeah. we in a simulation? You see this stuff all oh. the time. <laughs> you know, the matrix, all yeah. this kind of stuff, which the matrix matrix is an interesting movie with oh, some yeah. interesting symbolism. That'd be, yeah. you could do a whole podcast. Oh, that. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> physical reality is real. God made it mm-hmm. and he holds all things together by the might of his power. Yeah. It, it, it is, it is a gift from God. It, I don't totally understand it. I don't know if anybody totally understands why there is this spiritual realm and then mm-hmm. he made this physical realm and we experience everything in the physical realm yeah. and yet there's 
there's a spirit God and, and we're spirit beings. We're the only spirit beings apparently mm-hmm. on the planet. Yeah. There's no information given to any other creature on the earth. Yeah. Is spirit has spirit the way man has spirit. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and so, but, um, can't say that I understand all of, of God's ways and purposes mm-hmm. in creating a physical world. I just know that that's where I'm living. <laughs> and so we have this body and it's got all these sensory uh, input coming in. Mm-hmm. And, but the body is infected mm-hmm. by a spiritual force, if you will, yeah. which, which is called like the, the sin nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the Greek, it even uses two different words. There's soma, which is like the body in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, soma is is the thing that that you know gives you that's your sensory perception. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you. I yeah. see you. I hear you. That's soma. But there's mm-hmm. something in the soma. Right. It's called sarks. Huh. Sarks is the the carnality. It's that sin nature that entered man Mm -hmm. in the garden. And that is the thing that we inherit Mm -hmm. from Adam. And regeneration doesn't kill sarks. It's still in there. We have to fight it. We Mm -hmm. have to overcome it. We have that. That's, that's our personal battle. Right. Right. Which is daily. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. We have three enemies, our own sarks, Mm -hmm. our own sinful indwelling nature yeah. that it's that's we've inherited from Adam or mm-hmm. Adamic nature, if you will. Okay. Yeah. That's enemy. Number one, enemy. Number two is what the Bible calls the world cosmos. It's the, the, the evil system mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, that's around us. Everything that's been influenced mm-hmm. by Satan demons. Yeah. So to speak, in other words, it's sin, it, it's degradation outside of us. Right. So there's the, uh, the world system, but then, then there's just direct influence by demons. Mm-hmm. The, so anyways, we, we have our enemies, but if we can't overcome enemy number one, we're going to be all the more susceptible to enemies two and three. Yeah. And enemies two and three are always trying to distract us away from <laughs> dealing with enemy number one. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, the demon's chief job is to make us as fleshly as possible. Mm-hmm. And they, they like to work in incognito. Mm. I think they like it when we think they don't even exist. So they yeah. can just kind of move around and we're not taking any authority over them. Yeah. We're, we're not trying to learn and, and not be ignorant of their devices. Right. They love that. You know, but anyways, uh, so we have this sarks in mm-hmm. our body. And so there is, because of this, there is an issue with the body Within, within the exercise of our mm-hmm. Christianity, we're fighting against something that lives in our body and will not die until we go to the grave. That's why mm-hmm. it says no flesh can see God. Why? Well, because it's got sarks in it. Mm-hmm. Adam's flesh, before he fell, would, was, was walking with God. Absolutely. There was no hindrance. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he had a, a spirit-led, spirit-filled body that mm-hmm. did not have sarks in it and he right. had perfect fellowship with god which is the thing that we're looking forward to right and it's why we need a new body mm-hmm. by the way exactly that it, we need it we need a body that's not infected mm-hmm. with sarks and that's what we we that's that's the 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 final step of the restoration of mm-hmm. man the, if that makes sense yep. so yep. The, the the fall the fall killed 
killed the spirit and put death in the soul and in the body. Mm-hmm. This sarks, this death influence. It, it, it's integral. It's in there. Mm-hmm. We can't get rid of it. We can only overcome it. Right. And that's, that's what the Christian mm-hmm. uh, is called to do. Is called to live a life mm-hmm. out of the spirit that takes authority and control over the sarks that's in mm-hmm. the soma, the sinful nature that's mm-hmm. in your body. So I give, just gave the mm-hmm. the Greek words and then the the English translations so yeah. we can understand. But a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Okay, the soma of itself, the body is not evil. There's mm-hmm. just evil that's in it. It's right, infected right. with something, but. But it's a it's it's a terminal disease. Mm-hmm. It's not something that can be cured. We can't right. get the sarks out of the soma. Mm-hmm. Only you know that it's 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 only happens with death and then the the resurrection when right. we receive the glorified what we call glorified body. Jesus mm-hmm. got the first one, by the way. Yeah. When he rose from the dead, he was acting pretty weird. He was walking through walls. He was <laughs> looking like I mean. A, he he had he had the new model and it was it was awesome. That's that's another study and yes, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You read you read about Jesus between the resurrection and the ascension. It's mm-hmm. like woo, give me one of those, please. <laughs> exactly. And it is it is something to look forward yeah. to. And in in mentioning that, I do want to say that salvation has an effect on all three parts: mm-hmm. spirit, soul, and body. Our spirit, man, in a moment, in an instant, mm-hmm. is changed. Yeah made alive and it's once you're sick because so so i i am saved right i was saved i can point back to that mm-hmm. moment in time yeah september 1992 mm-hmm. i got saved mm-hmm. i got regenerated yeah i received my new man that's probably a new mm-hmm. man right in, on the inside of this body right i got this new man and he started to speak he started to to move and live mm-hmm. On the inside, yes. he's, a, he's 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 stretching his borders. He wants mm-hmm. to he wants to fill every part. He wants yeah. to change the way I've been living, right? And and that that new man is empowered by God Himself. Mm-hmm. The Spirit of God indwells my spirit, right? So it, it, it's almost like a almost like a yoke within the yoke. <laughs> yeah, pretty awesome. Oh yeah. But anyway, uh, so my my spirit man was saved Mm -hmm. it's it's a done deal now my soul is being saved Mm -hmm. day by day so so salvation so the word that we get salvation from Mm -hmm. it's a complete word it 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 speaks of of healed rescued Mm -hmm. delivered set free uh uh provided for Mm -hmm. it's 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 an all-encompassing sort of a word yeah and so our soul needs sozo it needs it needs saved and it's a day by day that that's that's what we call sanctification Mm. salvation is an event with an with it with an everlasting eternal Mm -hmm. effect sanctification is something we practice every day it it, and that's romans 12 that's offering yourself up to god Mm -hmm. recognizing him worshiping him praising him telling him who he is and confessing who I am and who I'm not. Right. In proper sense, I'm humbling myself before God. Mm-hmm. I'm offering myself to that's that's the process of sanctification. Yeah. I offer myself to Him, and Spirit washes over my soul mm-hmm. and empowers me and changes me and is growing me up into yeah. Him and making me more like Him. Mm-hmm. Now the body 
is going to be saved. Yeah. Okay. Now the body can be quickened. Quickening is the supernatural miraculous effect of spirit on body. Mm -hmm. But the one thing it can't do is get rid of the sarks. Mm. Okay. All of us are going to die. Why? Because it's really the sarks. Yeah. You know, now we can live an an empowered life. Mm -hmm. I really believe the Christian does not have to put up with sickness, disease, Mm -hmm. all of these things. However, the solution is spiritual. Mm. In other words, I have to learn how to affect my outer life by releasing the life that is within me. Mm-hmm. If does that, yeah, does that make sense or does that sound too uh, mysterious? No, no. And I was just when you were saying that, I was just thinking of, you know, you know, we can still, you know, we offer the, our our bodies in a way that we, you know, we ought to look at taking care of our bodies in a sense rather than just being carefree with it true and if we're daily you know sanctifying ourselves daily then we're going to be more so saying hey i should not put that in my body or i shouldn't do that to my body or you know i should take better care or instead of drinking that i should drink that you know and it is the connection yeah between my spirit man Mm -hmm. and people yeah people are god's commodity mm-hmm. people are god's purpose in in the creation mm-hmm. he he made the creation for us right to steward mm-hmm. and to uh replenish and to subdue mm-hmm. and it, it goes right back yeah. to the original mandate for mankind in genesis i think a lot of people don't actually know that <laughs> probably <laughs> kind of read over that yeah. oh you know genesis one two three, it's all about the fall it's like, ah, there's some pretty important things before the fall that inform us about God's original intentions. Yep. Stuff like male and female. Mm-hmm. He created them. And he took the woman out of the man. Mm-hmm. And he, I, there's these things. And now the New Testament writers, they go back to first principles like that. Oh, yeah. And so anyway, one of the most important things is that original calling for man. Mm-hmm. Nowhere are you going to find in the word of God that God's idea and his original intention and purpose for man mm-hmm. changed. Right. That is still our job mm-hmm. is to, is to subdue everything that's contrary to God is to, is to replenish the earth mm-hmm. is to be fruitful and multiply all of those things. Yeah. Uh, it, it hasn't changed. Right. Uh, and anything that, that pulls the church, that pulls people of God away mm-hmm. from that original calling or, or, or twists it or perverts that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it, it's it's not actual Christianity. I mean, yeah. Christianity starts at Genesis 1. It mm-hmm. doesn't start at Matthew 1. Right. You know, oh. the so what I'm saying is that, Everything that was written before is written for our learning. We just have to see it through the lens of Jesus. Jesus, mm-hmm. Jesus opened up the mind uh, to see what God's purposes and intentions were from the beginning. Amen to that. And, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the yeah. So the body you're talking about, like uh, having, a, we'll talk about having a right body focus, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So if I see that that my body is is my only 
portal mm-hmm. to the people that God loves yeah. and the people that God wants to save, mm-hmm. it it changes how I live and right. it changes my view on on how I treat my body. Yeah. Uh, now, here, like everything else, every good thing can be taken to some kind of extreme that then the, you, you the, it's like, look at it like a pendulum swing and it like goes, mm-hmm. woo, like way past, yeah. way past the point where it's supposed to be. So, um, the body just needs to be, first of all, seen and understood in its proper place. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give a, I'll give a, 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 a good analogy that I think will help people because mm-hmm. you got to start from, 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 from here yeah. with the right context. Okay. Uh, the spirit man is, is like the master. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use the, the whole like household, mm-hmm. um, authority structure. Yeah. The, the ancient one actually mm-hmm. as, as for my analogy, the, the spirit is supposed to be the master. The spirit gives the orders. The mm-hmm. spirit uh, is the, is the one um, who sets the agenda? The spirit mm-hmm. is the owner, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, in in the ancient household, you'd have a steward. The steward was kind of like the, the the everything would go through the steward. The master mm-hmm. would tell the steward what he wanted done. And the master wouldn't go around and tell the cook to cook mm-hmm. and the and the the plowman to plow. Yeah, that was the steward's job. Mm. That's what the soul is. The, sto- the soul is kind of like the brains of the operation, if gotcha. you will, yeah. okay? But the steward is supposed to have a master, and it mm. talks about in the Bible about the steward that when the master goes away, mm-hmm. he starts doing what he wants to do. Yeah. He starts beating the slaves and how the when the master comes back, he's, he's going to have price to pay yeah. for that. Uh, that it, being a bad steward is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Well, our soul is supposed to be a good steward. Now, it, now what the body is like the slave mm. the body is the worker the body is not the brains of the operation yeah. it's the brawn all right it, mm. it's supposed to do the will of the master that's mm-hmm. come down through this the 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 uh steward yeah and and to the the servant or the slave right if the body is supposed to be simply a a tool a an outlet uh a servant mm-hmm. a slave Servant's probably a good word. I think yeah. it's probably more palatable yeah. for for our Western yeah. American mindset. <laughs> so let's just think of it. Let's just, just talk about yeah. it that way. Okay. <laughs> the body is supposed to be the servant right. of the spirit, but it ha- but it comes through that steward mm. of the soul. We gotta yeah. understand that. And yeah. sometimes uh sometimes the steward is kind of going off on his own over here and he has his own idea. The steward right. always actually has his own ideas. Right. Yeah. He has to be put in subjection or else the body's just going to be doing, mm-hmm. you know, now the worst of all cases is where a person is what, what Paul called carnal. You're all carnal. Mm-hmm. What he's saying is you're kind of bodily driven. Mm-hmm. You're, you're just driven by like your desire to eat and stuff. And like you come to the, to the service and you're pigging out and others don't even get, to have communion because you're like treat you you, you, yeah. know, you, you don't see the spiritual purpose and reality mm-hmm. behind communion. You're just eating because you're hungry. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't you have food in your own house? You know, it's yeah. like, so what I'm saying is the, the, 
to be driven by the simple carnal desires and worse yet, the mm-hmm. stuff that's also being stirred up by the sarks. Right. You know, improper sexual stuff, impro- like, you know, improper, uh, just all improper things in the body. I think the mm-hmm. sexual thing is, is, is so rampant in our own society mm-hmm. that it's, it's, it's really easy to, to pinpoint that one and talk about yeah. that one. Well, but, even even First Corinthians, Paul addresses that greatly. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So the, the worst of all, all things for a Christian is to allow ourselves to be driven by the simple sensory, you know, bodily desires and yeah. stuff like that. That's the worst of all. But mm-hmm. the thing that gets most people is that steward. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like we do a lot of things out of our out of our soul alone that's not being informed by the spirit or empowered mm-hmm. by the spirit mm-hmm. or enlightened by the spirit. It, it, it and it'll kind of go off on its own because <laughs> why? Well, because it always did that before. We right. we lived entirely out of our soul until we received that new living spirit, mm-hmm. and unfortunately. In a lot of cases, we're, we're not being given practical knowledge from the Word of God about how to live spirit, how to live mm-hmm. out of spirit, how to recognize, how to discern both good and evil, like right. Hebrews talks about, through by, by reason of use. Use of what? Use of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Use uh, And, and the, the, the way that we use spirit or release spirit is by... Offering ourselves up as a living. I'm, I'm raising my hand yeah. since we don't do video. <laughs> I, I, I was, I, I don't know. I just always yeah. do that. But it's like offering ourselves up mm-hmm. to God as, as that living sacrifice, right. humbling ourselves before him and saying, God, I want everything that you have for me. And I want everything that my soul apart from you, my old man, I want to put him away, God. Mm-hmm. And it's only by your grace. It's only when your spirit is, is just moving and alive in right. me and working. That's the only way, Lord. We need to think this way. We need, mm-hmm. we need to pray this way. Yeah. But it all starts with that understanding. you got to have a core understanding right. that you are your own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If we put our soul in subjection to spirit, Mm-hmm. And thereby, also control that servant, that slave. In mm-hmm. other words, we put that soul in subjection, and then everything, so that we make sure that what our soul is saying to the body is coming from spirit. Does that make sense? You yeah. Know, we, we don't want the soul mm-hmm. just going and doing its <laughs> thing like we did when when we were before we were saved, before we were regenerated. Right. I like that word regenerated. Yeah. I think sometimes no, we I just say, too. "I mean, saved" is a good word and all right. that, but it's gotten kind of kind of this little catch word or something like that. <laughs> you say regenerated, it kind of like wakes people out. Of the way. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Because it's a spiritual word. It's like, anyways. <laughs> no, no, that's that's definitely good. Um, one one thing I was just, I was thinking about, and maybe our listeners might be wondering this too, and before I ask this question, I definitely think, you know, also rooting yourself in the word on a daily basis, washing yourself on a daily basis is also going to, help you know with your foundation of wanting to change because of that submission like you're submitting yourself with the word and that's going to help you you know your soul understand what the spirit's trying to tell you is that would that be a good uh way i mean like because you can yeah i i want to say yes and no (laughs) some people ah 
<laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Derek's yeah. saying they're reading the word. Is it? Well, how many of us know somebody mm-hmm. that know all kinds of Bible? Oh, yeah. And they're jerks. Yeah. They beat people up with mm-hmm. it. They mm-hmm. basically only care about being right and you yeah. wrong. They're not so concerned about being righteous as they are about right. being right. In other words, who who were who the, the greatest enemies of Jesus? Mm-hmm. The people that knew the yeah. Bible at the time, the Old right, Testament right, right. inside and out. Okay. Yeah. They studied it. Mm-hmm. They were the stewards of the word. And so mm-hmm. I, I'm saying yes and no because of this. If we don't approach the word of God, understanding that that's mm-hmm. a spiritual book. Yep. All right. I'm going Amen. back to Romans here where it yeah. says that the carnal mind has enmity with God. Right. It doesn't understand the things God, nor can it. Mm-hmm. And so my what I'm saying is if we don't approach the Bible with true humility mm-hmm. and a desire to be spiritually informed mm-hmm. and that it is a tool to transform right. my soulish thinking. Exactly. Like it needs to speak to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if our head is filled with doctrines that we learn from men and then mm-hmm. we just go to this and we we're studying it. Yeah. But what we're really doing is just looking for justifications of what we already believe. Yeah. We're actually abusing the yeah. thing. So I think how we study it, is really important. I'm not, this is pretty huge. I'm not splitting hairs with you. That's what I'm saying. Yes and no. There is a very bad way to study the Bible. Oh yeah. Very bad way. So how we do it. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Right. With a caveat. (laughs) If we do it right. Yeah. And you know what? That's how life is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Every spiritual thing has a carnal soulish Mm -hmm. counterfeit. Yeah. That ends up being mm-hmm. religiosity and it's rooted in pride. Yeah. Okay. If, if I, if I'm studying this thing, just because I deep down inside mm-hmm. the reason, the thought and intent of my heart is I want to know more yeah. so that I can be a big shot <laughs> or so that I can get on Facebook and argue with people right. and, and look smarter than they are. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it's like most of the time, this is not what we're thinking. This right. stuff is below the surface. It's subconscious to use a psychological word mm-hmm. here. And, and it's I, the, that's the problem yeah. is that we're operating on a soul and we think we're being, because mm-hmm. we, because we think this is what our soul, the Bible's spiritual. Yeah. So if I study <laughs> it, I'm getting more spiritual. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Right. Probably not. Yeah. Like, I mean, cause if you're not going to that thing really submitted, if you're like not on your knees mm-hmm. in your heart before God, when you, when you examine yeah. and get into this, this book, mm-hmm. whoo, you're probably just going to get more doggone religious. Right. Um, no, I was, I was saying, wanted to, to, uh, come across more is I, something that I've found is coming with it, wanting to encounter God. Absolutely. Yep. You know, and that's something that in the past couple of years of, of shifting my focus when I read the word is encountering God, yep. not to justify what I want to, to justify. Cause just like you, we've, you know, I can, we've sat under quite a few different people mm-hmm. and we've heard all different kinds of type of, of viewpoints. Mm-hmm. And I've come to a realization of if I don't get God's viewpoint and submit to him and understand what he's saying and wanting to encounter him in that aspect, then like you said, we just can come at it with a religious mindset and try and justify. And I wanted to add to that is 
even today with the whole progressive hijacking of the church, mm. a lot of that, they don't even believe the truth of the word. So even if you do try to throw scripture at them, they don't, they're not going to, or they're not going to believe it anyways. Yeah. So if we come with it, with a viewpoint of encountering God, we're going to have a better aspect of how to reach them because we're not going to throw scripture. We're going to come at with a more humility of the, the pinpointing of that. Yeah. Yeah. Scripture is absolutely mm. the most amazing supernatural mm-hmm. gift of God to yeah. man. Don't, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to be real careful not yeah. to let anybody read into what I said mm. as though there's something wrong with or lacking. Yeah. There's something wrong with us. Exactly. And if we don't see that there's something mm. wrong with us, mm-hmm. then we're going to take our wrong headedness mm-hmm. and we're going to actually use the scripture itself <laughs> just like the pharisees did exactly. to kill jesus yeah and but the worst part is we're killing jesus out of other people's lives and in our own life mm-hmm. I mean, it, in a sense no because 100%. the more religious we are yeah the less spiritual we are exactly in in the sense that i i i mentioned earlier religiosity yeah, yeah. the the more ideas well, the more I, I let my soul tell me who God is and mm-hmm. who I am, that soul never did know a darn thing right. about who God really is. Mm-hmm. I need the spirit. We have one teacher. Yeah. We have one teacher. And Jesus mm-hmm. said he was sending his, the, the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to live and dwell within us to be our teacher. Yeah. Now, I say that. But I don't want people to, to, to get a wrong idea that, okay, well, gee, you know, Andy's telling me that I only need the Holy Ghost. It's just mm. me and the Holy Ghost over there. I don't, I don't need the, I don't need Christians. I don't need the church. You right. I, I got the Holy Spirit. And it's like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold it. Hold it. You know, yeah. because it's a both. Because mm. if we are of the Holy Spirit, you have the same Holy Spirit as me and he binds us together as exactly. one. And so... Uh, in the same way that the Holy Spirit and Jesus and the Father are one, right. what did, what was Jesus that we would be one, even as they are one? Yeah. That we think the same thing. That our 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 desires mm-hmm. are are aligned with one another and the same. And yeah. that we walk together in unity and we speak the same things. Right. And so, um, it's, and it's just, also yeah, it's also like you know, without you know, we need the church. And I know sometimes that we kind of come hard on the church. But at the same time, we definitely need the church because, like you said, with the Holy Spirit, I might be the arm and you might be the hand. Absolutely. Yeah. And we need each other to fulfill that mission that. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, we need to hear God Mm -hmm. in the voice of our brothers and sisters as much as we need to hear God's voice in the secret place. Exactly. And yeah. The secret place, you know, a, a closet is just a physical place. Yeah. I think so. um, and there's times where we kind of need that. We need that mm-hmm. physical isolation, if mm-hmm. you will. Right. And even Jesus went off mm-hmm. to be alone. And so it's not as though we're, we're, it's not as if we're not, we don't have an example set yeah. before us in, in the, the perfect man, mm-hmm. the Lord, he did that. Right. However, uh, Jesus also walked in the spirit. In other mm-hmm. words, he was, he was just as connected with God when he was talking to people mm-hmm. and flowing in the spirit of God as he was when he was off alone, you know, fellowshipping with, with the father. Right. Um, so, but my point in saying this is 
it, it is just as important mm -hmm. to have real, vital, spirit-led, spirit-empowered fellowship with Christians and hear God speaking in and through them mm -hmm. that it is for me to get that for myself. Right. Like, and, and primarily, it's going to be in studying that word, yeah. coming at it with the right heart and attitude, and have that word illumined mm -hmm. to me. The light bulb has to go off right. in, in your head because all we have is a bunch of wrong thinking mm -hmm. until God whoop, shines a light right. on it. And he has to teach it to us. Mm -hmm. And it happens. We call it revelation, illumination. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, it's absolutely necessary. We cannot study the Bible uh, like we would study mathematics or, you know, some, some uh, aspect of the physical world. It's a spiritual book we, we can't learn it the same way i mean there's too many people who are are trying to learn this book like like you would learn history or so yeah there, there's history in there but the the revelational aspect of it the that's what changes your life is when yeah. god basically speaks to you when that logos word if you will becomes a rhema mm -hmm. a spoken word like god's we, we we often say something like god spoke to my heart that's a rhema Mm -hmm. when, when God does, yeah. when God speaks something and you know, it's God, he said, my sheep hear my voice and listen to no other, you know, mm -hmm. just stranger's voice that want to no. hearken. And yeah, I, I basically stand in total opposition, cannot stand and will, and will fight to the death. <laughs> this idea that Christians can't hear God, right? Oh, he doesn't do that anymore. Well, then Jesus is a liar. Exactly. And so you're the liar, not him. <laughs> Sorry, just no, no. It's fine. I, I, that, that, that really bothers me when, when you say something like God told me. Oh, what God, God told He speaks to you. Like, well, you know, <laughs> freaking out. Anyway, yeah. so, so one, <laughs> going yeah, back, he speaks to me. I'm a sheep. What are you? Right. <laughs> You're a sheep or goat? Which yeah. one? Are you? Uh, so you're talking about, you know, we all. I think by and large, many Christians would would know the holy spirit or know of the holy spirit so how does the holy spirit you know we're talking about body soul and yes. spirit we have regenerated spirit now we talk about being indwelled with the holy spirit so now yes. how does that holy spirit and our regenerated spirit interact what does that look like well this is a really interesting subject i <laughs> i i really appreciate what watchman nee says uh, mm -hmm. in regards to this uh, he points out that if you study out the use of the word spirit, pneuma, mm -hmm. in the New Testament, oftentimes, not, not, there are places where a, a clear difference is drawn between the spirit of a man, mm -hmm. the spirit within the, the, the believer, and Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. But it's very interesting that oftentimes it's very difficult and even eminent language scholars cannot tell the difference mm. where Paul, Paul speaks of the spirit more than anybody, but John, yeah. John's writings speak of spirit quite mm -hmm. a bit, but there's very many places where you can't tell. It just says the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I believe there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. the, the reason is our, our new regenerated man is so aligned with the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. So trustworthy in its desires and leadings. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That it, it's like, 
Well, he wants us to be one with him and we will be heaven is this this perfect place mm-hmm. where we have total perfect fellowship with God mm-hmm. but you know he gave us eternal life he gave us yeah. zoe life he put god life within us mm-hmm. and so our our spirit man is so one with and aligned with god it's hard to tell the difference right but we do know the difference theologically speaking. You know, mm-hmm. we're we're sons, small s yeah. of God. Jesus is the one and only begotten Son, right. capital S of a living God. And we know that there is Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. which is like the the the, the spirit of, of triune God, right? Right. We we know that there is this division and, and like I said, there are places where the usage is clear enough mm-hmm. that he's talking about our spirit, man. Versus Holy Spirit, the yeah. re- but the re- the reason I bring it up that that it that oft times you can't tell the difference is is to drive this point home that our spirit is as a son of God is in mm-hmm. alignment with Him, mm-hmm. in perfect union with Him. Yeah, and so you know we could view it as that He it does say He indwells us, and I I believe. I believe that the Old Testament typology of this was the, actually the temple. The temple is actually a very, very, uh, uh, very much a model of of man, mm. the nature of man. Mm-hmm. There's an outer court, the body, an inner court, the soul, and the holy of holies, mm. the spirit. The holy of holies was lined with gold, mm-hmm. which is always symbolizes purity and 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 uh, and godliness. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing, all the walls were lined with gold. And so God, it, it, it's like uh, in the spirit of God mm-hmm. dwelt where, like between the cherubim mm-hmm. uh, on the ark was the, the Shekinah, the, the yeah. visible manifested mm. glory of God that right. the, the high priest could see when he, when he went in. And mm-hmm. uh, so, so you, you, you know, there's a symbolism there and I believe it is instructional to us that, mm-hmm. that the, that the Holy Spirit of the God's glory, he put, he put himself mm. or the measure of himself within our spirit. So mm-hmm. our spirit is like the, con, con, the God container mm. kind of like, yeah, <laughs> all these things are imperfect, but I think yeah. it does help. God gives us these things mm-hmm. for our instruction he wants to, he knows that we're physical beings and that we right. struggle to understand spiritual reality. Mm-hmm. So he gives us these, these analogies, these exactly. types, yeah. these shadows yeah. in order that we might have a better understanding. Mm-hmm. I think that's a be- the best way we mm-hmm. can maybe understand it Yeah, is that we, he need to put this living spirit in us so that he could dwell mm-hmm. within because it's a holy place. He's a holy God. And so he dwells in this place lined with pure gold, lined mm-hmm. with pure. He, he, he purified our and made alive our spirit man so that he could live there. Right. It's wild. I mean, <laughs> I, as long as I, I, I was born again, September 1992, and I've been an avid student of the scripture. But it wasn't mm-hmm. but maybe 10 years ago that I was struck, just, just dumbstruck all mm-hmm. over again mm-hmm. that God Almighty God, yeah. the creator of all things, uh, unlimited mm-hmm. in every way, in, in ways that we can't even imagine, yeah. lives in me. The indwelling mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. I'm yeah. like, uh, I was just dumbstruck. You know, <laughs> I, I think I'm still a little dumbstruck. Yeah. That, 
you know, to, to the, to our, our little, you know, to our physical understandings, uh-huh. to, to our, you know, our way of thinking. Mm-hmm. It's like, how does the, how does the unlimited, the eternal get inside this time bound, uh, uh what's the, the opposite of unlimited would be, uh, uh, uh gosh, we use the word a lot to describe man, man versus God. Like, uh, you know, he's, he's, he, we're, oh, we're finite. He's infinite and we're finite. Yeah. So how does the infinite just get in the finite <laughs> and live there? I, I, yeah. I, but he says he does. So I take, <laughs> it's, you know, it's one of those things that you take by faith and you believe yep. it. And when you believe it and when you confess it, mm-hmm. and, and it, it becomes, it's, it, this is, this is part of the strange reality mm-hmm. of Christianity is you get a revelation. You don't, your brain doesn't understand, but you know, God is saying it. Mm-hmm. So the, the way to enter into to a deeper understanding is you, you confess it. You're like, <laughs> you indwell me, God. Yeah. I'm blown away. This is crazy. <laughs> this is awesome. I didn't even, man, sometimes I feel it and sometimes I don't, yeah. you know, but I'm not living by my feelings, Lord. Right. Just expand my understanding. What does it mean? What do you want me to do with that? And see yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. When we lose our sense of wonder, when we think we know it all, mm-hmm. we probably know less. <laughs> yeah. We're, 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 you know, we're really being dumb in a mm-hmm. sense by, by th- thinking that we've capped off. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I understand everything there is to know about the indwelling. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, gosh, okay. No. Okay, man. <laughs> I believe you. So, but you know, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Awe and wonder. It, it, it's indispensable. Mm-hmm. If we're not at all in, in wonder, mm-hmm. we're, we're religious. Yeah. No, I agree. Man, I mean, he, he is he is wondrous. Mm-hmm. He's the wonder-working God, but it's, just, it's because it's his nature. Yeah. He's like, whoa. I'll never forget that. When I was walking home one day, and I'm looking at these flowers in this, this along the roadside. Mm-hmm. We lived out in the country, and I used to take these long prayer walks. Mm-hmm. It was a season of my life where it, it was like how God was, was working with me. Yeah. And... After weeks and weeks of doing these prayer walks, and they were always good and refreshing, but I mean, nothing like life-changing or something. <laughs> All of a sudden, I look down, I just see these, and I pick one, and it's a little purple flower, and I'm kind of spinning it between my thumb and my, my pointer finger, yeah. I'm just spinning it like this and looking at it. Like, I had it real, real close to my face, you know, mm-hmm. and I was just noticing the detail and the, right. and the beauty of the thing. Yeah. And... um you know how your eyes focus? So I was really focused in on the individual flower, but then I let my eyes like, you know, focus back out. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that, that the roadside was just at this time, I don't know if it was spring or whatever. It, it was just like blanketed the whole whoo, <laughs> uh, roadside. And I'm yeah. like, why? And what I, God knew what I, I only said, why? I think I said it out loud actually, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it, it was, it was me fellowshipping with God. I'm just mm-hmm. talking to the father and I'm like, I'm like a little kid. You know, little kids come up to daddy. Why? Why this? Why that? Why that? Yeah. So I, I go to daddy. I'm like, why? And what I meant was almost nobody is going to see this. And and this is like the case for most of our planet is like yeah. not necessarily inhabited. Then there's all this beauty, mm-hmm. all this created, like this country goodness. Man, it's just everywhere. Yeah. Right? And, uh, and man, God spoke to me. Mm. Oh, he spoke powerful to me. You know what he said? Because I can. <laughs> okay, now, may, maybe that's not as profound. As, 
<laughs> because when God speaks things, it mm-hmm. comes like with this download mm-hmm. of understanding. Yeah. And what he means is, I am the creator. I create all things. And he made us in his image mm-hmm. and in his likeness, he made us. He made us just a little lower than himself. Mm-hmm. Sons of God. That's why we're creators. Yeah. Because he made us like himself, just right. a little bit lower than himself. And, and, but he creates according to his ability, mm-hmm. right? We yeah. create according to our ability. We, right. we create, we create some pretty cool things, man. I mean, yeah. I'm not against our expressing our creative nature that God yeah. gave us, you know, especially it should be to glorify God right. ultimately, not yeah. ourselves. But anyway, <laughs> but so we create some pretty amazing things and it like, I mean, it's just, I was just, dude, I was so <laughs> struck i fell down in these weeds and flowers and i'm just bawling <laughs> i am a mess i am undone yeah because it just starts it 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 came over me in mm-hmm. waves this kind of revelation of how yeah. wonderful he is how good he is mm-hmm. how amazing he is it's just like yeah, yeah. so <laughs> no you know, i i you're 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 speaking that and it takes me back to a moment exactly almost like that that I had where you know I'm just I was in an apartment just having time with him praying just worshiping him and there's this big picture window I mean just that has a sliding door and I'm just looking at there's like a little pond you know there's trees and I'm just and I just you know same thing just focus yeah. in I'm I'm just I just was like wow just thank you for the trees thank you for the you know just like thankful and all once I'm looking up in the clouds and I and I remember man the clouds they just all at once I just see like this throne just kind of coming out come out and before I could even I, I it was just so powerful I just fell to my knees before like the, vision. this vision of this yeah. throne coming out you know the clouds turning into this throne and in that moment i'm just on my knees just weeping and i just i just heard god say and it was kind of windy out too that day and i'm looking and i look up because he's like look i'm in everything i'm telling you yeah he's like you don't the things you don't see i'm in Mm. no and and it's just like i'm just thinking like and like you said that just download of like God's in the wind. He's causing that wind. He that the thing. There's things in that pond that I can't see that He's a part of. Oh man, yeah. I tell you, it's like <laughs> in Romans it talks about how even mm. everybody, yeah, without excuse, mm-hmm. just from looking at the things that are made, <laughs> and it is so glorious. Mm-hmm. It so has the fingerprint of mm-hmm. God on it, so to speak. Yeah, that. People worship it. Mm-hmm. What yeah. they don't realize is you're just looking at the thing made. Yeah. That's like worshiping a painting and then ignoring the artist as though he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> like the thing that just sprung into that painting is just, oh my gosh. Yeah. What about the one that made it? <laughs> Good night. You know, they can make a lot more of those things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like so often that's, that's what what happens mm-hmm. but so there are, i think it, there's a psalm a psalm that talks about i could be wrong i could be maybe it's no i think it's in 
Isaiah maybe where he talks about how you know you're worshiping all these wooden idols that's just created they have eyes but they can't see they have ears yeah. but they cannot hear you mm-hmm. know and uh yeah so I think about that too when yeah. you just said that yeah man you know Re- revelation um one moment hearing the true word of the lord mm-hmm. and it, and if it doesn't change your life it probably wasn't a true yeah word from from the lord and i can say that by experience <laughs> i think everybody that's heard the true word of the lord mm. would agree and because yeah. that's what it's there for right the true word of the lord is is we're blessed with it to be changed and transformed mm-hmm. you know grace this is what Dan Moeller teaches. Grace mm-hmm. taught apart from transformation is perversion. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. that's what it's for. Yeah. God wants to change us into his image mm-hmm. and his likeness. He wants to make us more like his son mm-hmm. so that we can walk in this world effectively and uh, glorify him. Mm-hmm. You know, if... If it was anyone else but God himself, the creator, Mm -hmm. it would be for anybody else to take that to himself, to say, it's your job to glorify me. Right. Would be so, such an ego. Like, we're like, geez, wow. You know, what a, what a, (laughs) what a um, tyrant or something like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's so the opposite because our God is love and Mm -hmm. he is the good father. And his every intention towards us is mm. good. And that, that's, it, it's a, kind of another subject, but it's something <laughs> I do like to mention because it, it, I think it's helpful to understand that everything that God does has a dual purpose. Yeah. It's for our actual and absolute best and for his glory. And the two are the same thing. It's like two sides <laughs> of the same coin. Right. If, if what I'm doing doesn't glorify God, then it's not for my best either mm-hmm. because that's our purpose. Our right. purpose is to shine with the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And that's all Adam did until yeah. he fell. He, he was, he was just shining. He mm-hmm. was, he, he was, he was in the sweet spot yeah. with the Lord. Just whatever God said, Oh yeah, totally agree. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm the partner of God. Yeah. I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think it goes back to, you know, going back to that old man mindset. Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the, the separation mm-hmm. from God. Um, the old man oh, is self-oriented. Mm-hmm. It, it really doesn't have a choice because we experience life as, as a self-being. Mm-hmm. You know, we measure things by yeah. how, how it affects me. Mm-hmm. It's just that that's human psychology. Right. We're, we're not intrinsically uh, selfless, <laughs> others-oriented. Yeah. Um, and even when we look like that's what we're doing, <laughs> there's always some self-oriented motivation involved. It's just the way that it is. Look at look at me. I'm a humanitarian. I'm mm-hmm. put my face on a billboard so you all can see I'm a humanitarian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, self selfless behavior is isn't true selfless behavior. Yeah, uh, w- because it's not just what you're doing. It's mm. it's the 
God gets down right into the, the deepest part of us and he, he exposes the thoughts and intentions of heart, you know, and, uh, mm-hmm. the true word of the Lord, here, we'll get back to a, 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 something related to soul and spirit divides soul from spirit, bone from marrow. Mm-hmm. Well, where's the marrow? It's inside the bone. <laughs> where's the spirit? Well, it's inside the soul. But you know, it's he, there, there needs to be separation, mm-hmm. and that's a big part of what the Lord is doing mm-hmm. um, with us personally. That's His discipleship yeah. of us. Discipline's not a bad word. It's mm-hmm. the root words disciple. Yeah. If we're not a disciple of Jesus, then what? What are we? We're mm-hmm. not converts. This is like there, there's there's no there's no place to be a mere convert. Right. Oh, I believe he's real. Yeah, the demons believe and they shudder. Mm-hmm. What God is is looking for is disciples. Come and follow after me. Yeah. And that involves discipleship, the discipline mm-hmm. of the Lord. And what the discipline of the Lord does is it separates soul from spirit. He To come into maturity mm-hmm. as a believer, we need soul and spirit to be separated because mm-hmm. what the soul wants to do is just kind of mingle for everything to be kind of mingled together so it can still kind of get its way here and there you know yeah. it has to be separated so that we can we can clearly see the difference between the two in other words my selfish desi- selfish motivated stuff of my old man you know cuz the good quote air quotes mm-hmm. here those you can't see me i'm doing air quotes <laughs> the good parts of of the old man well the best that the old man can produce is is still doesn't even approach spirituality yeah. you know the goodness of god mm-hmm. and it's actually everybody's heard the phrase the good's the enemy of the best mm-hmm. god only wants the best yeah in other words he only wants spirit driving empowering, mm-hmm. influencing everything. Mm-hmm. So he has to he has to separate. He has to right. give us eyes to see and ears to hear where I'm operating mm-hmm. out of soul yeah. and not spirit. Cuz that's our biggest problem. It's mm-hmm. just it's what we don't see is what we we don't realize and understand. Yeah. And so the Lord disciples us, he disciplines us. Mm-hmm. And Man, he, he can use anything. You know what? A lot of times he uses difficult people, difficult situations. In other words, we're here to overcome. Mm-hmm. We're not here to have smooth roads and glassy seas and for everything yeah. to be easy. It doesn't separate soul from spirit right. to live this easy, trouble-free life because it's encountering in this world, we'll have tribulation. Mm-hmm. Take heart. I've overcome the world. Yeah. So there's a, th- that overcoming is process of discipleship and discipline, mm-hmm. walking through all that stuff and seeing where you failed spiritually and where you succeeded spiritually. Mm-hmm. That's how we grow. Yeah, I was, <clears throat> I ha- I've got quite a few thoughts here and I'm going to try to wrap this up because we've already gone over an hour here. So a lot of good stuff here. This concludes this episode. Um, As you can tell, Andy and I keep talking and talking, and this episode ended up being almost two hours long. Uh, So I decided to split it up into two episodes. 
uh, like I said, this concludes part one. And part two will be in the next episode. So I hope you enjoy this. And uh, in all reality, we end up talking about two different topics. So I hope you enjoyed this time. And uh, as soon as I can get part two up, continue to listen. Thanks.